You're listening to the Outdoor Podcast, proudly presented by Six Hour and created by Bowhunter Planet. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to the Outdoor Podcast. I am in studio tonight with Dave yeah. Thomas, and uh, we're here to yeah, we have, we're, we're here to chat a little bit, man. We haven't done a little one on one, yeah, in a little while, and we've got uh, we got some stories to tell. I think you know we got I, got some turkey camps that that's happened, some camping trips coming up. So it should be yeah. uh, it's been a nice spring so far. Uh, I was going to say, I think that, you know, with the turkey season, the way it went, it went very positive for us. And that was a good thing. I, I think for me, at least for you, it's not technically over, but, right. um, you know, camping as well as now starting to, I guess we're getting to this thing, right? So since I got a turkey, I now feel kind of like I'm in that now in that non hunting portion lull right now. I'm actually very excited about outdoor podcasts because now is the time where I'm going to start doing all the other things like biking, fishing, hiking, that type of stuff. So I'm very excited about that. I'm also excited to start talking to more fishermen and hiking people. We have a a family coming on that's RVing around the world. I can't wait for that one. Super. That's going to be a fun one. They, uh, they do a lot of, uh, blogging. They kind of what up and left their jobs to, uh, just full-time living in yeah. RV. So that, that's the, uh, that's the retirement dream for me right there for sure. So, but yeah, I'm, uh, you know, camping wise, I have kicked off my camping season actually a couple weeks ago we went and usually what we'll do is we'll, um, in April, early mid April, we'll dewinterize the camper and then take it out on a short trip just to do a little test, make sure everything's working. But we had, man, when we went out, we had the perfect weather. It was mid seventies in April up in Michigan. And it was just an absolutely amazing weekend to pick to go for the first time. So, uh, chilly at night. So we turned the heat on, which is good. Everything's working. Everything's perfect. <laughs> That's always perfect. the camper thing, right? You get the camper out. It's like, oh man, I hope everything's... I mean, you had this issue, right? You had the, some power issue, right? You get the mess of the plug. Yeah, I had an issue and it wasn't... It was just something I needed to replace. The uh, the plug on the out, outside of the camper, the, the 30 amp line, um, must have last year when I had it plugged in, got some water in it. Mm-hmm. So it got a little fried on just the plastic, you know, you yeah. tell melted. Still worked perfectly, but I didn't want to leave it like that. So I ended up uh, replacing the... Uh, 30 amp plug on the cord outside. Got it. That was a little bit of a project, but, uh, you know, everything turned out perfect with it and it's working well. So, so I just want to point out for all of our friends on carbon TV watching this that, uh, you know, we don't, you don't normally see us like this in this, uh, you know, setting and, and that's okay. Um, but I wanted to point out that, uh, this is our logo behind me. And this is our this is fake not, logo. This, this is, is this is a joke. It's an inside joke. Because what happened is Tim and I, <laughs> Tim and I had disagreed on which logo to use. I liked the bear. He liked the moose. Well, we did some polling. We did everything. Everybody picked the moose, basically. They're like, nah. But I was sitting down here with Kevin the other day, and we're talking. He's like, you know, we need something in this area. I go, yeah, that'd be cool. He goes, you should put that bear one up here to mess with Tim. I said, that's a good idea. <laughs> It, so, it is. So I had it made. Cornbread Customs hooked it up, though, man. Look at the detail. Here, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, like, <laughs> it's the outdoors, right? Like, I, I like to enjoy the outdoors. I don't think yeah. of the outdoors as scary. I don't think of the outdoors as wanting to kill me. I don't think of the outdoors <laughs> as pointing two guns at my head, you know? 
Um, so yeah, I think it's a little bit aggressive and, uh, we did have a little bit of a disagreement there, but uh, I think we went with the right choice in the end. So, um, yeah, he got me with that today. I walked in the studio and looked at this thing and said, you, you, you did not put that up there. (laughs) I took a picture with it. So it will be there because we paid a lot of money for it, but I just want to point out. As a joke. It's a joke and it's not the main logo. It is literally just because that was the first logo that we had done. And, uh, you know, I, I like the detail Don't of it. Don't lie, it's because you like it. I do like it, but it, it, I, I like the detail of it because I feel like it's the bear itself, the fur. You see all the fur pieces. I, I felt it was very detailed. Now, could I? if the bear was smiling, I if think the I'd bear be... wasn't holding two guns, or at least, and I know it's not, but that's what it looks like. I, I think you um, feel that way because there's a circle and it says SIG in it. <laughs> well, yes, Andy's going like this. True. <laughs> But you know what I noticed on these two logos, uh, if you didn't notice, where his claws are? You see yeah. that? On this one, there's actually still some splintering where the claw would have been. Oh, yeah, there is, isn't there? I did not notice that on our... It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think they kept it because it looked kind of like broken a little, yeah. which was kind of cool. That's Anyway, this is the coolest logo we've ever done. Like, I like the Boner Plant logo, but this logo beats it out of the water. To that me, logo. Yeah. This one. This is actually <laughs> incredible. No, right, I agree. Just, just being clear. No, with the moose, it looks yeah. absolutely incredible. Yeah. I, I honestly... No, I know. This is definitely the logo. But let, but let's be, let's be honest. The company that makes these for us... What they do, I know it's an amazing job. Like, what else can I get? You know, what else can I get from them? Because I'm just like blown away by the quality, yeah, no doubt. Uh, And that's cornbread customs, guys. If you're looking to have a sign done like that, it wasn't even that expensive. Uh, cornbread customs, you can look them up online, uh, and I'll try to link them below for anybody. You know, what would be sick is if they could do you said cornbread, so I, I, I immediately thought of cornhole. If they could do a cornhole board like that, but then polyurethane the top of it, so it's all nice and flat. Oh, I probably could. That would be. You could do anything. Sick, he asked me that. Do you want it in, uh, like, do you want it in detail? Yeah. Or do you want it like flat, like just you know where they cover the top? But you're right. You. Yeah, you can that would that. be sick, man. But uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, you, you got me good with that one today. That was funny. <laughs> I hope. I was hoping I got you good. It wasn't a cheap. Uh... So now, now every time I go on the, now I'm kind of traumatized. Every time I go outdoors, I'm going to think that there's a bear standing behind me. <laughs> well, well, there was that one time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget you running back on that one. That was fun. Oh man. Um. So yeah, you know, I camping. Um. I can't wait. We're going out again this weekend. Um. We have, and I'm going to age this podcast a little bit here, but we have every year for probably the past, I want to say eight years, um, always gone camping on Mother's Day weekend. So it started off about eight years ago with me asking my wife, hey, what do you want to do? You know, it's Mother's Day, do something special, whatever you want. And she came up with the idea of going camping and it just kind of came, became a tradition um, every year after that. So I'm excited. We're going to go out and uh, get out again for the weekend with the kids, and they're excited. They love to go out and uh, do all that camping, so I can't wait to get out. And uh, so this will be our second trip. And you're still on uh, Goose Egg, right? You, you're still – you haven't gone on your first one yet. No, no. We um, I think with you. Come yeah, out. yeah, at so. the end of the month, yeah. Should be exciting. I, I, I think that, uh, you know, camping's always – I like that first trip because that first trip's that kind of like – it's really exciting, I think, mainly to break in the camper again, like just mm-hmm. to get everything out, 
go through all the gear, you know, and, and clean out the pink stuff all throughout the system. I, I just, I kind of like doing everything. Like I feel like that first hour of setup is kind of fun because I'm really just tinkering, checking things out, making sure everything's good. But I will have to bring it here first, of course, to get all the bed stuff put in, and you know. But uh, that's okay. It's it's exciting, and yeah. And I heard we have a pull through this time, so I'm really really excited about that. Nice. That'll be nice so, and easy. For yeah. Sure. It's just with a 30 footer. I mean, it's not big for some people. It's nothing, but for me, it's a lot easier just to if I can just pull through. You know what I mean? Like I love it. In fact, I get yelled at last year. I don't know if I told you the story. For pulling through a non-pull through? Yeah. <laughs> nice. So. <clears throat> was this at a private campground? Uh, I'm assuming. A, not a state. I think it's a Jellystone. Yeah. But uh, it is private. privates yeah. are pretty. Yeah. yeah so basically, uh, I had went to this area of the park. We went during the week. So it was like nobody there. And I get into the section. She goes, yeah, you pull through. She shows me this thing on the map. And you back in. I'm thinking, back in. I don't back in. Those are pull throughs, aren't they? You know, I'm thinking in my mind. I didn't say it to her. You know, I just right. looking at it and going, it's like nobody around there. Why would I do that? So I drive over there. Sure enough, it was like out of the 40 spots, there's like three spots taken, right? And we're like, oh, okay. So I pull down the road. They tell me to pull down. But so you don't have a assigned spot or you do? No, you do. You okay. do. So I pull down the road. I'm supposed to go down the second row and you're supposed to pull in and back in. But there's like nobody around me. I'm on the end. I'm on an end cap. I'm like, well, I'm just going to drive Seems around. Seems easy. Yeah. Come back through, right? So of course, of course, there's an old guy on the lawnmower. You know how that goes. So you always know that you see, I, I should have known it was the owner, right? Yep. Every known. time. Every Why time. Why would there be this older gentleman on a lawnmower? Yep. You know, yeah. I should have like, known. Like a golf cart, you mean? No, he was driving a, t- a lawnmower. Oh, he's at, like on a riding lawnmower. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And I should have right. known it was like the owner. I should have known it. So I go, I do my thing. I pull up. He's riding around cutting grass. I, I go over to mine. I pull through. And I set up, and he comes flying over. So I know, and then I know then already. Like, I'm like, all right, I'm in trouble for something, right? I mean, I was going too fast. I don't know, right? And I know he's the owner because no no lawn guy's going to come up to me. Right. right? Hey, uh, can I see your paperwork? I got to check something out. I'm like, yeah, no problem, you know? So I show him this paperwork. He goes, because, you know, these are back-ins. They're not pull-throughs. And uh, I want to make sure the girl, you know, showed you how to do it correctly because I don't make sure they're not doing it wrong, right? And she goes like, all right, well. So I show it to him. He's like, oh, well, they did tell you to do it right. Is there a reason you didn't? pull through or you know you, you gotta really because it's easier well, that's what i said i was like he's like you gotta he goes the reason is, is you know it could mess up the grass and da da da. and i'm thinking i didn't say anything because i'm a polite person when it comes to that stuff i also don't want to argue with people yeah. i don't like arguing i think it's pointless you got busted let's be honest well, i got busted it's fine you know but my thing was is that what i wanted to say to the guy was two things number one uh out of the 40 spots you have here I uh, only four are gone. So you're making money off me. So like, it's probably not a good idea to come over here and yell at me in any way, shape or form, because I'm the only customer you have spending money right now. Right. Just the thought. Secondly, maybe it'd be smarter just to make that, the, the driveway a wide angle. So people could just do a pull through. Like why not just turn a 45 degree and just cut that corner and set up a grass there, just put a little extra gravel and, or, it doesn't make well, sense. Well, let me let me say here's here here's here's number four or three, whatever we were on. Um, they pack you in like sardines at those places. Yeah. So come on. I mean, you gotta be a little bit friendly with people that don't know how to pull a camper yeah. and 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 give them a little bit of leeway. You know what I mean? It's so true. I, I, I've seen some disasters, like oh, yeah. people trying to back in, like just bought a fifth wheel, never had one before, don't know how to turn mm-hmm. on a fifth wheel, and uh, it's been it's yeah, been brutal. Well, fifth. Week I've seen are... some almost divorces too. Oh, every time, <laughs> every time. I feel like that's a normal thing yeah. in camping. Like I feel like yeah. Jamie, Jamie and me both the same trip. 
we went to Indiana. We were in like a park. I don't know what park it was. It was in Indiana. And you had to take to get there. We had to go through Detroit and then we had to go from Detroit. The problem was there was a lot of like construction around 275 and that whole interchange. There's like, so we get to one point and the exit's closed. You can't go down the exit and it's two lane highway. That's normally four. And it's, you know, barrels and construction, yeah. go right, go left. We miss a turn. All of a sudden, we're in the middle of nowhere. We're driving, and I'm freaking out. With campers. Camper. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we both apparently got into the same fight with the same issues in the same areas. You know, we didn't know this until we got there. So we're like, oh, man. Uh, you know. <laughs> Where's my so, navigator? Yeah, exactly. I just like, I, I got to. I go because Google wasn't working. Nothing would work like Waze or yeah. anything. Because you all of a sudden it's like go right, go right, and you can't go right. It won't let you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So, so now you got to go out of the way and you don't yeah. know where you're going. And then you're yeah. lost with a camper, which makes it even better. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I've done that with Google a couple times. Like trying to go, you know, you follow Google and they they take you the quickest way there. Yeah. But this one, we were up in the UP and going all the way to the west side of the Upper Peninsula, and there was two different ways to go. One was 45 minutes longer than the other, right? Um, so I followed the, the faster route, Yeah. right? But the last 45 minutes were on this, like, almost two-track dirt road. Wow. And I didn't know it until, because, <laughs> like, you turn down it, and it's cement for, like, the per- the first two miles, and then all of a sudden, like the road just ends and you're on this like two track for another like 45 <laughs> minutes. And I'm just like, well, sh- there's nowhere to turn around, That's the you know? So I'm like, well, we're stuck. It is what it is. You know, we'll have to get through it. But I, I scare somebody. I-, I scare people sometimes when I'm backing in because there's been plenty of times where like, you know, you go to a campground and there's just people across next to you. And yeah. Like the only place that you have to turn is the road itself. Yeah. You can't pull off the road in order. Cause what I like to do, and this is, this is how I back up a camper is like, let's say my spots the here, right? So this is my spot. I think you guys can see it on yep. the camera. So let's say I got to back up into this spot, right? I'll, I'll take it. I'll take this. Say this is my trailer trailer. I'll pull the trailer and I'll put my bumper all the way to this edge. And, mm-hmm. and as I'm pulling out, I'm turning the wheel, right? So coming in this way and all of a sudden, like I end up like this, right? Yeah. So my wheels turned already because I'm angled that way in the exact same way that I need it to go when I reverse, right? Okay. So if I keep my wheel, I'm turning right at this point, right? So if I put it in reverse, the trailer is going to go in the opposite direction. So I just back it up and then turn in. Just like that, right? Mm-hmm. And there's so many times where, like, I will, I'll be on the road, and my car will be like, you know, the, it'll be really close to the other cars on the other side, and everybody comes out like, "You need me to move my car?" And I'm just like, "No, I got it." And they're looking at me like, "Dude, there's no way." And I'm like, "No, I'm good. Like, I'll let you know, but I, I I'm pretty sure I got this." And then all of it, you know, they're just watching the whole time to see if like I'm hogs, the car, dude. you know. But it, it's pretty funny, but. Some, uh, but some you go to and you do need to move your cars because it's yeah there there are times yeah there's times where I went to one and yeah. I was like dude if this guy doesn't move his car I, I don't think I can get in you know yeah. like Jamie Jamie and I were like so close on this one we're like dude like I, I I you know like there was cars everywhere like they had parked everywhere up and down the street. six inches from the road too right oh yeah like right on the road and I can't so you can't use a little bit of leeway to put your bumper in the area so 
I'm trying to get in. I honestly couldn't get in. Like I almost hit this water spout, you know, I was like having a hard yep. time. Finally, the lady's like, Oh, I'll move my car. I'm like, Oh, thank God. So of course, you know, as soon as she moved, I pulled right into her spot and pulled it right in. That's what I'm saying. Like you shouldn't allow people to do like that many cars. Like they had a boat, a car. Da, da, da. It's like, yeah. dude, have a trailer area to park all that stuff somewhere yeah. else. And some do some, but most don't, you know, yeah. but it is, I think the worst is like when you have obstacles in the site there. Oh yeah. To. Jamie's it's like, if you have a trees. tree, yeah, if you have a tree there, like that, that's in the middle that make that that's the worst because it not only like are you trying to find exactly where you want to put your camper to have the door in the right spot and like the awning yeah. in the right spot and all that kind of stuff like trying to maneuver around that stuff is really yeah. tough too the good so. news is though i will say this about the camping community it's pretty good like people they will come help you like it might not everybody but there will be people who'll be like you need help I, you know because they people are just good at this it's all fun and games until they're up at midnight playing their music man yeah i hear you there though that's yeah. the worst there's some it's, it's, to be honest, though, here's the thing, though. This only affects you because you have soft shells on part of your camper. Yeah, I don't really only hear it. Way, I don't really hear it all, all that much because um, we have fans and stuff on the yeah. inside, you know, but it's just like, it's just like, come on, guys. No, I hear you because last time we went, this is a funny story. So we went to Higgins Lake, and Higgins Lake, for those who uh, don't know, in Michigan is a beautiful state park, and it's, it's a little bit harder to do it, though, because... Uh, it, it doesn't have any plugins. Oh, it has power. I think that's it, right? Just power. Just power. Yeah. So you have basically you have to do your own toilet stuff if you want to. You have to manually move it out, and you're not going to move your camper once you get in there. It's like too jammed up. But anyhow, so we had um, we had went there last year, and uh, once we were parked. Oh, I know what it was. So we were there, and then Heather and Kirk came to visit my in laws. And, or they, I shouldn't say, they came to camp. So they brought Kevin's RV. They pulled it in easy because it's a driving one. So it's very easy to maneuver. They didn't pull a car behind it. So it was really simple. Yeah. So anyhow, but the long story short is me and Griffin stayed till Saturday night. So we left Saturday after dinner, like maybe around 8 p.m. We took off to go home. So we figured, what's the difference? We're just going to wake up and leave and we had nothing yeah. else to do that night and we weren't like oh let's sit by the fire we had been there a week a whole week already you yeah know, you just want, i mean if you if you're in the point where like yeah. you you can just relax and get home on your own time but the, the was my point of the story though is there was nobody literally around us when we were there the whole week almost like really? maybe there was like maybe one guy off to my right but there was no one directly during the us, week during that week yeah no one directly behind us no one here weekend so saturday <laughs> friday night no but saturday during the day they all started coming so when we were about to leave, there's people then directly behind us and behind right to my right. So behind me, Heather and Kurt, me, I know all of a sudden, like, so we left. And then next thing I know, Heather and Kurt are like, oh, we're on our way home. You know, I'm like, what? They go, yeah, those people behind us, man, they're pulling out serious party stuff. They were getting ready to jam. They have big PA systems. He's like, yeah. we just, we knew because they had two babies, you know, they're like, we can't, there's no way this is going to work. Yeah. That, so that they took off. So last year, similar experience. We didn't leave, but like we were at a uh, KOA and the people directly behind us had this huge speaker and it's memorial i think this is memorial day weekend so you know everybody's out this whole place is packed and the music was so loud so loud like i'm five feet from my wife trying to we're and we're just talking about what we're gonna do for dinner and we can't barely hear each other you know so she goes up and talks to the office and they come over and talk to them but it's like come on there's there's a courtesy at the campgrounds. You yeah. Know, everybody's going there. I don't go there to party. I don't mind people drinking. I don't mind, you know, any of that stuff. It's it's the loudness that yeah. gets to me. You know what yeah. I mean? So it is, uh, I, yeah, we've I had some fair experiences. I was just thinking about that, actually. It's funny you said that. So we were at a Target the other day, and Griffin, um, 
Griffin had some money to spend. Uh, kind of funny story, but I, we bought his iPad from him. <laughs> he didn't want his iPad. I was like, well, actually, I need another iPad for the website. He's like, oh, okay. So I gave him a couple hundred bucks this this lap this iMac this iPad. So which is actually a really good one. I was like, okay. And so anyway, we're at Target and he sees this this uh, Bluetooth speaker, right? And it's big. It's like this big. It's got a microphone. It's sweet. like a karaoke. Type. It's like a it's yeah. like a karaoke one, but it's actually a little bit of everything, right? So anyway, I'm like, this thing is really cool. It sounds amazing, right? But then I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, where would I use this? Yeah. Like, I'm not comfortable jamming music, even in my backyard, let alone... Yep. I brought a little one for like the camper, but it's on like level four out of like 15, right? I never right. really crank it because to be honest i just don't feel comfortable like i feel like i, I don't like when it. other people do it so i don't i don't do it myself. correct i think you that's know what it I mean? that's why i'm like what would i ever use this speaker for yeah. i can't use it the way it's intended because yeah. i don't have like a huge backyard with no one around you know right. today's episode is brought to you by sig sour keeping you safe in and out of the field but also keeping you in the field longer with sig's lamp of cross rifles optics ammo and more learn all about it at sigsour.com also brought to you by tinks dead down wind Burris, Vapor Trail, Stokerized, Arizona Archery Enterprises, Apex Rewards, and Easton. Last year, Reveal by Tacticam quickly became the most sought-after scouting camera in America, making cellular scouting available to any hunter. We ask our users how we can make this outstanding camera even better, and this is our answer. Introducing the all-new Reveal X. Even easier setup, better battery life, Faster trigger speed, on-demand HD photos, extended detection range. This season, find out what all the buzz is about. Get a new Reveal X by Tacticam. Yeah, we and we'll do speakers at the campground, but we're not blasting it. And that's yeah. you, only during the day. And like as the night, this is what happens is like during the day, we'll go with my buddy George and that's where we're going with this weekend. We both have the same Carmen Harden speaker, Harmon Carden, however you say it, speakers. And they actually link to each other. Mm-hmm. Right, so he has his. I have mine. Oh, really? Link. Yeah. So oh, you can attach sweet. them to each other, and then to whatever device you're playing the music that's on. That's pretty cool. So we always get campgrounds next to each other, and then he'll put his. You know, we'll, we'll kind of make this whole you know kind of area, but we have it really you know not loud, but we'll have it so we can hear it. But as the as the day goes on and the night you know day becomes night, mm-hmm. music starts to go down and the speakers start to come in. Right, like I don't leave them twenty feet away at eight o'clock at night. Like yeah, the speaker's yeah. next to me at that point. If we're just chilling yeah. around a campfire type of deal, but yeah, camper etiquette's a big thing. That it's a it's a pet peeve of mine, and I think it's become more of a pet peeve. I don't want to say because I'm getting older. That might be a part of it. I want to say because ever since COVID, everybody's going camping now. Yeah. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to $200 in fee-free overdraft with a Chime checking account. Sign up today at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. And it's just a, it's just a do you different... Think, do you think they'll, that'll last, though? Different. Do you think they'll keep doing that? Do you think they'll kind of like bow out soon? <sighs> 
I think right now it's going to keep on going just with the yeah. way that I keep seeing know. new people buy campers that I didn't see before on my sub. Like there's a new camper, yeah, a new camper. Here's the thing. I mean, when people are struggling, struggling, things are really expensive. You got to cut down, and camping's the cheapest way to go on vacation. Yeah, that's you know true. what I mean. And that's why we do it. Shh, don't tell anybody. We we go on our two week <laughs> trip. I've saved I've saved probably fifteen thousand dollars over the last five years just doing yeah. our two week camping trips rather than Crazy. flying to Cancun or going to Disney or stuff like that. You know. And we've seen a whole heck of a lot more than going to places like that. So yeah, it's a good time. I think like, I don't know. I love camping. I think it's definitely, it's it, to me, it's one of those things where it, it gives me the ability to relax a little bit. Like, I feel like if there's ever a time where I can just pull a chair out, like a lawn chair, sit down, like people talk about, you know, Margaritaville type feeling. That's the feeling I get. Like me when too. I sit down when I'm camping, like when, when I finally sit down, the kids are good. They're they're out playing outside, like doing stuff outside. Like it's just, it's just different, you know? And it's not the same. And people, people will say, well, I have a, I sit in my backyard. Like it's, nah. it's not the same when you're at home doing it. It's just not the same. It really isn't. It's, there's no. something different about being at a campground and, you know, having your camper there, your, your equipment there and, and just chilling by a bonfire. So yeah. it's just, and it's not the same as doing the same thing in your backyard. I've never, never felt that way. So Let's take a quick time out real quick. I just want to see if you can make your mic over here because I feel like your face is hiding half the time. Just to your left side instead of your right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bend it there, yeah. Just because I feel like the camera is not getting you. It's like because I was looking at it and it was like. There you go. that better? I think so, yeah. Can you can you get it to come out and tilt in front of that way like this maybe? So your your face, is you're looking that way a little bit more, just a little bit more. That's that. better. Yeah. See, I'm looking this way. It just looks yep. better. Because when you can't see you, you're looking like to the side. All right. Here sense. we go. Uh, what was it? What were we just saying? <laughs> I'll, I'll pick it up. Okay. So, yeah, you know, I like talking about camping. I know the, the, that's a big, big thing that we wanted to do this year is kind of expand the conversation beyond just the hunting conversation. Yeah. But part of me was always like, do we really, though? Because I don't want people to get excited about camping and going and buying a camper. <laughs> you know, so don't do it. It sucks. Actually, if you really want to know, you should ask Jamie. Um, because Jamie bought we'll one. Give you guys the best advice. He, he will he will say, absolutely not. Go take your 30 grand and burn it. <laughs> Use it to make a bonfire in your backyard. You'll have a better time, is Man, what he would say. Is. So but it, oh, it's funny. He that, that guy has had the worst, the worst experience as a newbie camper owner that I've ever witnessed with all the problems that he had with it initially. And, uh, I don't know. I think half of it, if not all of it is caused by him. Yeah. If you ask me, but I've never known anybody to hit their own truck by while pack backing up their, their camper at the same time. How many people, you know, jackknife, I don't know very many. <laughs> jackknife going into your own driveway. So it's pretty funny though, but, uh, yeah, no, I'm excited, man. It's going to be, um, I don't even mind a little bit of like crappy weather too. I kind of like it when it's a little bit chilly out in the beginning part of the season because that cold weather camping is always fun when you got to turn the heater on and stay warm by the bonfire. So yeah. So yeah, um, let's talk turkey, man. Oh, so man. we had a. I haven't gotten one yet this year. I still got some weeks left, um, but you did, and uh, that was a fun experience for me because I got to I got to sit with you. And got it done. Yeah, got it done. Uh, turkey was. Um, this year, uh, successful. I mean, it's not usually successful for me, to be honest. So it was different feeling. But not only was it successful 
in the sense of getting a turkey as successful that, uh, you know, number one, I did get to finally put in for the apex and try to at least go for it. I'm not going to win. There's no way, but that's okay. I committed to it, and I actually sealed it and got at least into it and got entered. Got I got placed in there somewhere. You might know. have contingency, though. Maybe. We'll it's see. possible. Uh, I got to you know actually harvest a bird, which I haven't done in, in many years, uh, so that was exciting. Um, got to hang out with a great friend, this guy. But it's always fun. to. I, I don't think people realize how fun it is to hunt – with somebody and film the process, it works very well in things where the other person's not rushed. So like, for yeah. instance, you weren't rushed. You were like, no, I'll just sit with you. It's cool. I'll film. I don't care. So that, that made it a lot better because you're, you're not feeling like, Oh, I'm missing out on my hunting right now. You know? So it was a very big win. And so then after I killed the bird and I then didn't feel rushed at all because I didn't have to worry about the apex thing or trying to get in. I had a bunch of fun waiting to see what you were going to do. That big bird, man. We So this bird, Ugh. let's go through mine first. And I can, I'll, I'll move to yours. Yeah. But. So Tim and I had got everything prepared. We really uh, focused on decoys was going to be the big thing in calling. And so we, I went out the night before and I put the stakes out for the decoys just so we had a plan. Like, okay, this is where they're going to go. And this is like an eight-yard shot. It's like the perfect scenario for a compound bow if we can do it. Um, and I had sighted in my bow again. I so I sighted in here, but then when I got there, it wasn't necessarily that sighted in at 20 yards because here you can't get 20. So yeah, it was like at 20, it actually did some weird stuff. Like it was cutting right and high. It was definitely not going where I was shooting here. So the good news is it's almost like boar sighting. Like I I got it started here. Yeah. Right? So you and weren't going to miss. There, I wasn't going to yeah, miss. Yeah. yeah. So it is perfect. So I could just tone. I toned it in. Uh, tuned it in, I should say. Anyhow, so we got it ready. We were ready to rock. We go out in that morning. Woke up early. Woke up. It was so hard. Treated it right. You know, we didn't so try and hard. sleep in. Yeah, it was so hard <laughs> to do that. And for those who don't get up early, it was it was rough. Um, went out there, you know, got set up. Tim got the – we had the good camera. I decided to bring the better camera with the big lens and make it a little easier. Plus, I figured we're in this, like, beautiful shadow hunter blind. It's kind of easy to really, you know, get good content and be comfortable. because And have room. Blind. Yeah, yeah, have room to sit. Yeah, so yeah. We, we did that. I, also, there is a video on this on YouTube for those who want to watch. I did We did film this whole thing, and, and the video is on there. It's Dave's uh, 2023 turkey kill, uh, Michigan turkey kill. When you guys get a chance to watch it, feel free. Uh, but I, I, you know, so – I did some calling like right before d dusk or dusk, right before the light broke, whatever, uh, dawn. And um, I think we heard a bird at one point call back. And then there was a delay and we didn't do anything. I didn't do anything new or anything. And then all of a sudden, Tim's like, there's a bird. And I'm like, nah. And he was like, no, seriously. Well, there was a long period of time where nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, because you're like. You would call. They wouldn't respond. Yeah. They responded early. It was And then they kind of stopped. It was a little right? early in the season because it's yeah. a little. it was a little chilly. Yeah. But the good news is, like I was telling Tim, the good news about this chilliness, there's no ticks. There's no mosquitoes. It, it made it easy. The bad part was the birds weren't necessarily calling and coming in quickly. Like they Right. They were, really they were, they were sleeping in. Correct. They weren't ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyhow. Sure enough, two birds come in, and uh, I'm looking at I could tell it's not a big bird. I could tell it's a Jake, not like a huge Tom. But at the same time, I'm like, what's the odds of me in this blind with a camera guy, a compound bow, all yeah. these cameras? And you weren't like, sure if you are going to be able to get out again either, right? Correct. This could and have been your like, only weekend be, to do This could it. be it. I'm, I'm, i got to at least get on the board. I'm not 100% happy with the size of this thing for the competition purpose, but for my own purpose, I don't care. Like, I'm totally stoked about it. 
So I told Tim, finally, like, I'm going to shoot it because, you know, it's, I know it's not big, but I, I can get a clean shot right now. Right. It's like, you know, so I pulled back this. I was using the Elite uh, Era Carbon Bow, which is exciting, a new carbon from Elite. And uh, drew back and smoked it. I mean, there wasn't even a hesitation. I didn't get nervous. I didn't. I mean, it was like the easiest pop shot I've ever done is eight yards put it in the perfect position. I used the triple point archery uh, broadhead, which devastated this turkey. But also, one of the things we talked about is the arrow slowed down, which was super important. You could see that really clearly in the yes, video, too. the arrow like, slows the down. The arrow, like, it, it almost dies, and it yeah. fell, what, three feet from the exit on the turkey? Yeah, I it mean, like it, and it fell. It didn't perfect. even it didn't even go on the ground. Like, it just... Perfect scenario. Died. You couldn't ask for a better scenario with yep. that. So, I mean, it goes through the bird, dies off, and is just laying there. And since I was using this Easton 6.5 whiteout edition, it was the easiest thing to find. The arrow was laying there bright white, like, no big deal. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And then uh, right after you shot shot it, and it, and it was a great shot, by the way. You didn't yeah. really talk about shot placement or anything like that, but it was the perfect shot because it walked. It didn't even know what happened. No. That, that, that was, <laughs> no it didn't really idea. jump. I mean, it, it jumped, right? Like something touched it, but it just kind of walked away. And then it stood there, and it was just kind of like, ooh, you know, yeah. and it was done. Um, Ten seconds, you know, it yeah, wasn't. It, it didn't so take long fast. at all. And, uh, and we so didn't we're do sitting anything. There. That was a smart thing. See, see, some people they shoot a turkey, they get out, run, chase it, all this. Well, stuff. I think that depends. On, like, I wasn't gonna do anything extraordinary. I was gonna wait it out a little yeah. bit. Sometimes you have to, like yeah, if it's no, sitting it. there, if you know you, what I mean. Especially if you but, clip it, it's yeah. just flaring. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, but my but, mind was not that wasn't gonna happen. Period. Unless it was like doing that, but I was shot it again. Probably. Dude, we were so excited too. That was so, that was so cool. What and then, so, so we let it sit for a little bit, uh, just a couple minutes. You're like, all right, I'm going to go grab it. Cause it was going to be my turn. Right. So he brought, he brought his bow. I brought at that morning. I think I just brought shotgun. I didn't bring the crossbow at that point. Cause we didn't incite it. In. Yeah, correct. Um, so he's going to go grab the Turkey and then we were going to sit and we we're going to see if I could get one. So he opens the door to the shadow hunter and takes one step outside and I just, I turn around and I grab him and I pull him back in because as soon as he stepped out, there must've been four, the, the I four saw turkeys yeah, I that saw came out, they, they came walking right out front. So I pull him All back jakes. in. I'm like, there's more. He's like, all right. So we switched spots and I'm sitting there and I'm going, yeah, they're Jake's or like, you know, kind of, kind of saying, and they weren't, they weren't, there was one that was bigger. The other ones were, eh. I had a good shot on all of them, but I'm like, you know, I'm going to wait. I, I got one last year and I'm going to be a little bit more patient, um, you know, this year. I knew there were some bigger ones coming, you know, on the property. So I'm like, I'll wait. So it never really happened, but it was kind of, it was kind of cool. Have happened, it could have. I could have made it happen. We were sitting there in the, the two, the, well, not, not that, not that hunt, but the night hunt. Yeah. We the night back, hunt. And there was two giant birds that walked across the far huge. end of the lot. They were 160 yards out. Yeah. They were huge though. You could see yeah. the beard from, from visually from there without binoculars. Yeah. You could see it. And that was weird because they didn't, they didn't care about the decoys. No. They saw them. We knew they saw them cause they looked right over in our direction. They didn't care about the decoys, and they were 160 yards away, so maybe they didn't hear the calling, but they had to have heard it. They, I mean, yeah. can't imagine they didn't hear something, you know, but it just, it didn't happen for me, but I, that's only because I was just, I was just a little bit patient, you know, so. And you got bird last year, so you And I got a bird last like year, and it was a nice bird like last year. had to get Yeah, one, so no, it was wasn't, yeah, yeah. You, you were actually trying to get a big bird. Plus, I wanted to take it with a crossbow. 
Yeah. And at oh, the time I had my shotgun, huge. you know, Dude. and I'm like, I don't really want to just, you know, it, it, it's, it was almost, I don't want to say too easy, but yeah. I was just like, nah, I want, I want to try and do this with the crossbow. And like, unless it was a big Tom that came out, I definitely would have done it. Yeah. But. So we had done, um, we earlier in the day, well, in the middle of the day. So after the first hunt, we did the morning hunt. Tim and I cut the bird up ourselves, which is great. Tim actually knew how to do it from last year when Jamie and him did, I got a couple birds last year. So that was very helpful. Um, so we did that. We got the meat out. It was, it looks great. Kevin's still got the meat. So we're going to be cooking that soon. But, um, so that happened. And then, so then during the day I told Tim, like we always do, cause this is what we do is we create content. So we went out and I was like, you know, let's, let's just get your crossbow dialed in. So Tim this year is using the SWAT X one. So when Killing Kevin and I were just yep. talking about it the other day, sick bow, man. sick bow. Sick and, bow. and what, what Tim was able to do with this bow and sighting it was really impressive. I mean, this thing was really, I mean, 60 yards. It was just, clean. Yeah. you know, I was like, wow. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, that, you know, there, there's mixed reviews on the comments on some of these bows online, I noticed. But, like, the thing about it, I would say to people is, like, the bow is definitely cheaper than a Raven, okay? So it's, like, 11, was it 1200 bucks? Yeah, yeah, right? twelve ninety nine or 1200 somewhere in yeah, that range. Yeah, I even think, it might even be nine ninety nine right now, I don't yeah. know. But it's somewhere between 1000 and 1200 okay, let's just say that. And a Raven is, what, $2,600 to $3,200, somewhere in there. Yeah. You couldn't ask for a better bow. I mean, this bow is amazing at that price is all I'm going to say. I mean, it is a great shooting bow, and it has a warranty. So you really don't have to worry about, like, oh, something's going to happen to it. Is it yeah. going to break? You want compact. You want power. Oh, it's so tiny. Four to five feet per second. It's tiny. Tiny. I mean, it, it, it's just an all-around um, good bow. And I, I'm used to shooting Excalibur. I've shot an Excalibur yeah. for probably the last four years, and I, I love Excalibur. Does it surprise you to know that Killer Instinct is a Michigan-based brand? Um, it does actually. Yeah, Frankie Muth. Really? Yep, they're no right way. by the camping place. Every no time way, right there. Now they don't produce them here; they okay. are imported, I believe. The the how it goes, but their headquarters is here in Michigan. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Pretty exciting. You know what I was? A, you know what I was really surprised about? Would it surprise you to know? <laughs> I, I was going to give you time. I was going to give you time. I was actually really surprised at. I didn't think sound. I didn't think I cared about sound when I was shooting a crossbow, right? Because you're usually shooting 350, 400 feet per second. But man, that killer instinct is so much quieter than that that Excalibur. Oh, there's no comparison. You know? And I knew the Excalibur was no loud, but I'm just like, there's a huge difference. Yeah, huge difference in the way that that's that limb so. system. You know, you you're not going to be yeah. a, a you're not going to ever beat a compound with a, a you know. I think what Excalibur has done right is gotten smaller over the years. But when yeah. they did that, they also, I think they gained more draw weight. Absolutely. So the weight yeah. is not something really I feel you should do with a crank by yourself. Without, I mean, without a crank, right. I don't think you should be. If you're a young that. guy, maybe. Yeah, young but, gal, yeah, it's, maybe, it's, but... It's, it can really mess you up over yeah. time. If one, one, bad, one bad experience and you'll never want to do it again, that's for sure. Yeah. So. But it was, uh, yeah, so that was, so we got, so anyway, the story, I, we got it sighted in. So that's really exciting. Took though. about five shots to get it sighted in into 20 yards. It was dead on at 30. I didn't even have to make a single adjustment and it was dead on at 45 yards. Yep. And I didn't have to make a single mm -hmm. adjustment when I, once I sighted it in at 20. So we went out that night and, uh, there was, there was a lot of, um, good responses when you were yeah. calling. Oh, like yeah. you would call, they would gobble. You would call, they so would I kept, gobble. I kept walking out the back door, peeing. I'd pee, throw a call out while I was out there, and they would gobble back. I'm like, yep. what? So I rushed back in, tell Tim, get ready. You know, it just gobbled. It was literally like 50, 60 yards, right? Nothing happened. 
So I had to go pee again. So this is like an hour later. I go back out. I pee. I got. I do it again. They're closer. Same thing. Closer though. This time I can hear it. it's like thirty yards. Yeah. I'm like, get ready. It's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing came out. And then we saw those two giants at the far end. But what was most exciting about the night hunt was that you were ready to roll. Like, cause you had that crossbow, you were shooting a Jake or a Tom at that point. Yeah. Cause you weren't like, Oh, let's be picky. I got a shotgun, whatever you were thinking. No, like, with the crossbow, crossbow, I'm not going to be, I want to, I want to get, yeah. I want to get one with a crossbow, which yeah. was really exciting. I thought at that moment. I wanted a crossbow, but I wanted a cross. I, I wanted it at like 30 yards. Yeah. Like well, I, I wanted a little bit, you know what honestly, I mean? Like I, I would have taken, think, I would have tried at 40 yards the way yeah. I was feeling with that crossbow after I sighted it. I felt, I feel like if you shot anything in that field, deer or turkey, I don't think with a crossbow you would find the bolt. No, I don't think so. No, because we didn't have that head to try with it. Or yeah. was you using that? Um, you were using that. Head. I was because the, I don't think that's the one. That. Yeah, that would because that that Excalibur you gotta you gotta really pay attention to the the head that you're using because some of those Excalibur or, or I'm sorry the killer the killer instinct okay. because the uh, I was getting confused like what were we yeah where where the uh, where the bolt stops oh there's a certain amount of space there's that's only right a, yeah. so you had to use a mechanical I had to use me and I've never done that that's right? what it was because yeah. you couldn't yep. use the Ramcat you were thinking about using Ramcat and that's what happened I forgot about that something to note. Um, yeah, because it was cuts it real close, right? To the right. barrel. Yeah. Right. And I was worried about that. So I was like, ah, let's, let's go with the mechanical this time. So I don't know. I mean, it was overall, the Turkey season was very successful for me. And I thought, I thought for you as well. I mean, we learned a lot, you know, we learned that we're a little too early this year. I, th- I feel like it's just, you never know which weekend it's going to be that they hit. I don't, you know, but we had a lot of activity. We did have a lot of activity. You know what I mean? Not like, a lot of deer. And we only hunted, let's be honest. We only hunted five hours, six hours, you know, two, two, two and a half hours in the morning and then another two and a half, three at night. I mean, it's true. You You know what I mean? So it wasn't, I I don't want to say we were too early. We just, you know, we were only there for a day and we made the best of what, what time we had. So the first night we spent the night there, I I was a bit so cold in my life. That was the (laughs) coldest night. I can't believe it you, was must have been 42 degrees. I cannot believe you keep forgetting to bring your heated blanket. You're the one, you're the one that it. talked me into buying a heated blanket I didn't in the know first I place. And blanket. it was it's the most amazing experience at Hun Camp. I didn't need it. And when it's cold all of a sudden I, I regret thoroughly I didn't bring it that night. And that's yeah. why I was like, I don't think I could sleep here another night. Like yeah. honestly, I was that cold. Yeah. Like that cold where you almost like poop yourself that cold. Yeah. I was like shivering, like just shaking out of control. I was ready to go too, but uh, no, it was good. We we yeah. put some time in and I figured, you know, I still got another month with the tags. So. You know what's weird? I, I, I don't want to make this podcast way too long here, but I would say it's just really weird when you go there and you do the week thing. Like oh, where we God. went for a whole week the last year and the year before, we kind of, it's more like a four day minimum to like six day or even eight day uh, option, you know? And so it's like, like Kevin's used to that. Like, cause he does a lot of the up, up North stuff. He'd stay for two, three weeks at a time at some times. And, but I'm, you know, being in that position there, I felt, I feel a little bit like it's like a lot, you know, like, I feel like, I feel like when I leave, I'm done. Like, I don't yeah. want to hunt again for a while. That's one of my reasons. I think personally, I don't really hunt very much after that hunt. Once we get back from that, that rut, you're just kind of burnt out. I'm like burnt out, man. At the point of that, people are like, you want to go hunting? He's always like, you want to go? I'm like, I'm no, take Connor. I'm good. Yep. (laughs) Cause I just like, don't even want to sit in the woods anymore. And we hunt a lot, man. We'd sit out there for, Oh God, you know, I mean, morning's not terribly, maybe it'll 10, but no, but you're out, out there, there five, three. six, seven hours a we, day. We go out early, but yeah. the last one at like two, yeah. we stayed out there two to like dark. It was yeah. like two. To when they're eight, moving, I mean, nine. you don't want to miss, you don't want to miss it. You know what I mean? So it was rough, man. Yeah. I think, I think what makes it a little bit better, but I've been burnt out in the past too, is that like 
Cause I go, it's not just, I go to that and then just do like day hunts after that, at like a property here or there is that if I go again, or if I've gone before that trip, it's their hunt camps. Yeah. Right. So it's still kind of chill and relax and hanging out with buddies and, you know, that kind of thing. But if it was like, I did that for a week and then the next weekend I can go out for a day. I'm like, nah, maybe not. <laughs> I think know? I would like it better to be honest. If, if we had a hunt camp that included the campers. Yeah. Because I then you have the that. comfort of your own bed. You have the yeah. comfort of your own shower toilet you can turn the heat up you can make whatever food you want <laughs> you have a fridge full of your stuff yeah. that you brought pre-done meals you can have ready to go like chicken sauteed ready to rock whatever right? no i think you're right about you, that it changes because everything part of what gets to me is the whole food situation yeah. over there and how hard it is oh that's what i'm saying you can't and cook clean easy. i mean it's all crock pot meals yeah. and it's like it's yeah. good food don't get yeah, me yeah, wrong yeah, yeah. but like but you it's, just, a, it's a it's a you disaster. get bored of it yeah like when i went bear hunting with kevin like i didn't think that way at all like i felt like this is awesome right because you got a full bed you got like i said they're making amazing meals it's yeah. not like plus every... you're not hunting the mornings oh yeah that was the best man you yeah. sleep it every day that yeah. was one of my favorite parts of bear hunting ever was that moment in fact it's funny we're, so, we're gonna hunting. get made fun of so bad we don't we don't like hunting after hunt camps <laughs> we don't like hunting morning hunts. and we're michigan hunters it makes <laughs> yeah. it worse we're the all worst. these guys are out there all these guys listening to this are going up mountains. They're going they're up all, mountains and ravines. Everybody just shut the podcast off. We just lost half our viewers. We're fired. <laughs> it was going in my back. It was going in the back of my head. Like I know, I know what I'm saying right now, but this is just the way. I feel. Well, I don't feel that way. <laughs> the first, <laughs> the first few months. I'm good to go. I do the little rough like, the better. It yeah, it's time to no, go. No, no. This podcast is too long anyway. <laughs> Oh God, off season. Oh no, but anyway, it's this it's what happens uh, off season. Th- no, this is what happens when we come into the studio. Yeah, too much. <laughs> I don't like you being here. It's too overwhelming. All right, I'm leaving. All right, everybody, we'll see you next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.